0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi state sports like nobody else with Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24 7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at TaylorConstructionEquipment.com or call 662 446 1048. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-through over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville, or at Brupolo over in Tupelo, be a little weird, Robbie. If Brupolo was in Bloody Springs,
1: that would be really weird. Mm. That's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I went the other way on this one yesterday. We were really
0: close to Arkansas. Today, we are about as close to Alabama as you can get.
1: Okay, so in what direction?
0: Uh, that's in Tishomingo County.
1: Tish County?
0: Yeah. Bloody Springs. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you were talking. Let me see how. I I wish I could get an idea of how far this is from the state line. It is not far. It doesn't look like it's more than like a mile or two.
1: There There was probably some blood feuds between Mississippi and Alabama over that might have been Over a little time territorial a dispute breeze. back in the day.
0: Yeah, no question. No question. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Don't forget when you support Strange Brew Coffeehouse, that is supporting the Bulldog Initiative. It makes a great gift this holiday season, strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. PIP printing is a great thing to know for all you business owners out there. You're already spending money on your printing services. Why not do business with a Mississippi State-backed business that is going to donate to the Bulldog Initiative from the sales that you make with them? That's right. When you call PIP printing at 601-499-5216, you talk to Camden Baker, you say, hey, need to get uh, an order set up. I need some new signage. I need some new uh, banners or whatever it is. And then you say, hey, I heard about you guys on Thunder and Lightning. I heard that you guys support the Bulldog Initiative. Boom, a percentage of that sale right to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. So that's a you win, Mississippi State wins, and you also get great printing from a company that's been doing business in this state for over 30 years. That number, again, is 601-499-5216, or you can visit them online at pipridgeland.com. For reliable service for every business need, reach out to Pip Printing and Signs. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Folks, if you hadn't bought it yet, you, you, you're not getting it shipped at this point. It's time to get to Jackson and and, and, and look at the, the stores, what they've got there, because that's where you're going to need to find your, 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 your gifts for the Bulldog fans in your life. Good news for you, though, is they have an incredible selection at both locations. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, followed by the Half Show. Whatever you need, maroon and white, we've got you covered this holiday season at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler, Starbucks flagship restaurant is the place to have a great meal this holiday season. Maybe on Thursday you want to do that. I don't know. I don't know. Do, do I want to do that on Thursday, Robbie? Do we have we checked our schedules?
1: Let's see. Oh. We'll have on Thursday. Oh, I got the women's game on Thursday. Ah. Those
0: darn women. Always getting in the way of our fun. Could
1: well, you do Friday? I could do Friday. Okay, well, right. let's do Friday. Yay! Friday night. Friday night. Hey, Dad's going on a date.
0: Okay, I've got a date. <laughs> Very <laughs> excited. Get a
1: date with some uh, barbecued okra and...
0: Crawfish dip.
1: Crawfish dip. Steak. <laughs> it's okay, I'm going to get a steak, too.
0: Very good. I'm going to get two steaks. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Well, um, let's let's be careful now.
0: It's gonna be a good time. It's a special occasion, Robbie. We're having dinner at Restaurant Tyler. Sixteen priority one bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Find the one nearest you and open an account today that's going to go a long way for you. This is a small town bank with big time financial backing. They've got they've got great service. They they are friendly people. That's why they were voted one of the top places in this state to work. And with 16 locations, if you live in central Mississippi, there's one near you. Give them a call today or look them up online, priorityonebank.com. Find out how a Priority One Bank will make you their priority. We have a lot of good stuff to talk about on today's show, a lot of good stuff happening for Mississippi State, but we must begin the day on a somber note because as we sit here, uh, it has been one year since the passing of Coach Mike Leach. And uh, that day is very much emblazoned in my memory as a day I will never forget finding out what was going on with Coach Leach and what had happened, especially coming off, as, as you all know, as I've said many times, you know, he was at my house the day before. I saw the man hours before he passed, and it it, it never gets less weird. I, it would be the way I would put it, I think, Robbie, that, that that happened, that we all saw Mike Leach and joked around with him and had a laugh. And then he was just gone, and we and never, you know, we won't see him again for hopefully a good long while for us, for for you and I. Um, and Mississippi State has been through a lot since since that moment in, in time, and you know, it's just something I I, I don't think about it every day. Yeah, you know, during football season, I thought about it a lot because you know, as the season was going on, the whole time I was watching the season, I was just like, Leach would easily have this team. Eight nine wins. I mean, just there's no question in my mind they would be an eight nine win team with Mike Leach and it just didn't you know so that, that so from a football perspective that was on my mind, but from a personal perspective, you know it, it just creeps in every now and then, but it's when you work in college football, Robbie, it's impossible to not you know people talk about Mike Leach all the time. this, this thing just uh, with the Florida State last week or two weeks ago when they were they were left out of the uh, the, the playoff people went and found a video of Mike Leach talking about committees and, 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 and I mean, he just nailed it. It's incredible. The, the impact that this guy had on the world of college football and the world in general, in my opinion. And we got a a fun three years with him here in Starkville.
1: No doubt. I mean, I think back about a year ago, it's kind of hard to believe it's been one year at this point. And the night before, like you said, we're, Uh, at your house having a fun time. He walks in, shares a few jokes. Um, I think he bought um, some woodwork from uh, Reed Sparks. It was there really cool Mm -hmm. Um, uh, buying some work from, from that kid and, um, you know, sharing some, a little bit of conversation with just about everybody. Um, Even uh, was able to talk a little bit about football, which he didn't want to, but he did, you know, Just for a little bit. Humored us a little bit. But left there the next morning, I I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm riding down the road and you call me and tell me something's wrong with Mike Leach. Mm -hmm. And we were actually recording when all that stuff broke Mm -hmm. about him being admitted to the hospital and all that. And we just didn't really didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. We we've never had A situation like that Mm -hmm. Um, And we've covered I've covered I guess Three or four Deaths from the Mississippi State Football team And you know that was always Really difficult Mm -hmm. And this was Magnified obviously because you have A college Football and social Icon and Mike Leach Who everyone knows My wife knew who Mike Leach was um, he's he's one of the most popular coaches of all time. He's he's not just a college football guy. He's a he's just a social guy. Like everybody knows him. So all of that happening was just it was really jolting and tough to deal with, uh, even for some of us who were not super close. I mean, most of us were not super close with Mike Leach. I mean, we we were able to cover him at press conferences. You know, you and I have had dinner with him a few times and had some great conversations with him, but he's not a guy that's just, you know, was going to call us up out of the blue and call right. us by name or But it was still tough right. for all of us uh, to deal with when you have somebody that's in your life on a weekly basis and all of a sudden they're not. Um, it's tough. One thing that I took away from that time was just how beloved Mike Leach was. And it was truly amazing to see just how popular that guy was. When you get Matthew McConaughey and, um, you know, Toby Keith and guys like that tweeting about him, making videos for him. You you see the people that show up at his memorial at the hump. It was just, um, it was unbelievable. And, I said afterwards, like, I I counted myself blessed to have been able to cover him for three years and get a chance just to say, I got to be around Mike Leach. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't get starstruck very often, but when when I was able to look back at that, I realized just how lucky we were to have him a part of our lives on a weekly basis like we did.
0: I think a lot about his memorial service because i wasn't there and i we had you know my wife and i my family we had planned a vacation uh months in in advance of that you know and i remember when it happened they announced that was the day they were going to have the 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 service i was a little you know i was talking to ross dellinger and i was like you know i I can't believe they're gonna have this I, i feel like i need to be there and he was like brian what do you think mike leach would tell you to do and he was like, he's like, he would tell you to go and have a good time and enjoy yourself and, and get out of this town and and be with your family. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're right. That, that, that's exactly what my, Mike Leach didn't strike me as a guy who had a lot of time for funerals. I don't had a lot of time. He was about living. And, he uh, would
1: have not, he would have not, he would have, would have, he would have been mad. He would have
0: been mad if I told him, yeah, I canceled my vacation to be here. If I could have told him that he would have been like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight up said, you're an idiot. So, um, so if you're, you know, if as as we go through the day today, if you've got a favorite Mike Leach story, love to hear it. Uh, feel free to share it with us on on, on social media. And, you know, we have the rumblings today. If You want to throw in uh, something Mike Leach related in there? We'll be happy to read that on uh, tomorrow's podcast uh, for you as well. So, cheers to Coach Mike Leach. Gone way, way, way too soon. We do miss him here uh, in Starkville. All right, let's 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 turn let's turn on a dime here and, and get into some happy news. I'll play a song that'll get us all going. All right, now f- before I before we go too far down the road here, Mario Craver committed. Haven't seen yes. it from Mario Craver, have I? Have I seen his his graphic out yet?
1: No, he I, he I believe he committed but we're just waiting on his announcement at this okay. point. But I, I feel like I feel I feel very mm. good about it. I just I, you know, I didn't really I don't really want to, you know, blast yeah. it if he hasn't mm-hmm. confirmed it yet,
0: you know. I'm, we're going to wait on Mario Craver. Mario Craver will get his own song then. We will uh I'm gonna wait until I see from the kid. I, I, I'm not going down that road. I'm not going down Raquan Davis Boulevard one more. <laughs> right, let's just let's just when I see the kid's graphic, you'll hear from me. Let's talk about uh, Michael Van Buren. One thing I've learned about Michael Van Buren, and I'm not telling you that I've spoken to him or anything of that, but here's one thing I can tell you for sure about him: he did not want to go to Oklahoma because. <laughs> He evidently has a great relationship with Jeff Levy, so strong that when Levy got the Mississippi State job, he immediately decommitted from Oregon, immediately set up a, a, a visit to Mississippi State, and then after that first visit has committed to Mississippi State. Levy was at Oklahoma. This isn't somebody that he flipped from his old job and, and brought him with him. He This kid did not want to go to Oklahoma, Robbie. That's not That much I do know.
1: Uh, obviously not. I I don't know what their situation was there either with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he was he was coming in and have to compete with Jackson Arnold too. True,
0: true. No, no. Quit, but no.
1: this was just a this was a great situation for him because I we we discussed him a little bit yesterday. I've, I've watched his film. looked looked up a lot of stuff on him, and I really like this fit from an offensive scheme perspective and and I keep seeing people say he's 5'11 he's he's too short well Dylan Gabriel's Mm 5'11 you know like it's not a requirement to be 6'5 to play in this offense I I see the skill set I see a perfect fit for Jeff Lebby I think he's going to uh, be a guy that in a couple years can compete for starting spot and another thing that that really stands out to me is he plays great competition. Mm-hmm. That, yes. That's a guy that that's a guy that is that's playing teams around the country, playing some of the top teams nationally. He's going up against great players and there's something to be said about that. Um, it's one thing to dominate, you know, a two A classification or, uh, you know, you know, one through four or something. Mm-hmm. This guy's playing other great players across the country, putting up good numbers, doing big things. Th- those are players like he's going to see on the next level. So to me, that's a great sign. I like this pickup. I think that this is a, you know, no offense to Josh Flowers. I think he's a really good player. I just think this is a better fit for this offense.
0: When I, when I, people say about, talk about the height, I like, I always think, you know, it, it's not, 1987 anymore. You don't have to be a six foot four, you know, statue in the pocket. You know, you look at a guy like Kyler Murray, wins the Heisman Trophy. I mean, how tall is that kid? I like, say yeah. kid, a grown man now at this point. But, you know, especially in these spread out offenses, when you're in the shotgun where they're moving the quarterback around, yeah, you know, it's just not it's just not what it is. It's not what it used to be. You you're more concerned about his mobility. You're more concerned about his athleticism. You're more concerned about his arm strength, the height. You know, look if he was six three, if he was built like Cam Newton, great. You'll take that. You certainly would want that. That's what makes the super elite quarterbacks. But if this kid's a good athlete who can throw the football and process everything else, this is a great pickup for Mississippi. From an offer sheet standpoint, Robbie, this might be the most highly recruited quarterback state has had in quite some time. You know, I know they signed some some four star guys there. At the end with with Dan Mullen, but Keaton Thompson, Jalen Maiden, I don't think Sawyer Robertson had this kind of offer sheet. Braden Locke, I mean, this is a big time quarterback for Mississippi State. Other pro, other elite programs wanted him.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, Oregon wanted him enough to take his commitment, mm-hmm. and that to me is a great sign because what they're doing on the on the offensive side of the ball has been really impressive. So when you look at this, I mean. Let's be honest, it, he, he couldn't commit to Alabama and some of these other schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, let's just be honest. But what I always say about that when people talk about the committable offers thing, at some point in his recruitment, a lot of Blue Bloods wanted this kid. And I just refuse to believe that he's at the point now where he's just completely tailed off. You look at that offer sheet and he's got – Maryland, Miami, Oklahoma, Michigan, Penn State, <clears throat> Tennessee, Wisconsin, Alabama, Oregon, Arizona. A lot of a lot of power 5 schools in there, a lot of really good schools in there too. And at some point they saw something in his skill set and something that he did that really impressed them. I don't think a lot has changed since then. So I, I like this kid a lot. I'm not sure about the discrepancy on his rankings. Mhm. Um, but, you know, one of his lowest rankings is with us at two, four, seven, and it's Mm. one spot below a four star.
0: Yeah. He seems to be a pretty high four star. I mean, he's the number four quarterback in the country, according to ESPN. Now I I have said many times that ESPN's, uh, rankings, I kind of, I take them with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean that's why they have him ranked. When I look at his offer sheet, I mean let's just look through it. Well, obviously he could have committed to Oregon because he was. Uh, he could, he could have, could have committed to Maryland, could have committed to Rutgers, probably could have committed to Penn State. For being honest, Alabama, eh, probably not. Oklahoma, I think he could have committed to them at the time because obviously Jeff Lebby wants him because he got him here at Mississippi State. Michigan, I, I don't know enough about Michigan's class, but you know maybe. Virginia Tech for sure, West Virginia for sure, Boston College, Miami. I would imagine Tennessee would have taken him. Ole Miss would have taken him at the time. Uh, yeah, I mean these Missouri, yeah, these are all schools I think would have taken Michael Van Buren's commitment from him. So this his offer sheet is very, very uh, impressive, and that's just a really good pickup. You know, Mississippi State, when, when Flowers decommits, you know, it becomes a situation where. All your eggs are in this kid's basket, and if he says no, then you you're, you're really going to be scrambling in the last few weeks. There, uh, they got it done. Basically, they 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 had to get this done. They had to get this kid committed, and they did. And so now Mississippi State has its uh, quarterback for the 2014 class. When you look at this class overall now, uh, coming out of this this big weekend, you know it it appears like State's in really good shape. With, with Stonka Burnside. It appears like they're in better shape than they have ever been before with Daniel Hill. I don't know if that means they'll, he'll commit to Mississippi State. I just know that State's in the game with him. They seem to have solidified things with Jimothy Lewis. That was one I was kind of interested in because he talked about how his relationship with Coach Friend a lot. Uh, and then coming out of this uh, particular week in an interview I read, he, he talked about, he's like, I just got to, you know, I got to get used to these new coaches because this is where I'm going to be. So that, that's, that bodes well for Mississippi State. Um, and now this weekend they'll be bringing in the uh the, the transfers. That's going to be the the focus of, of this upcoming weekend. Blake Shapen will be here to help with the recruiting process. It's going to be interesting if Shapin's here, and I assume another quarterback will be here this weekend. It may not be some of the names we talked about last week. I don't know that you know DJ Ungalali or or Kyle McCord will be here, but a guy like Ty Thompson could be here. And State I think is still. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying tampering's happening. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's some interest in some quarterbacks that that aren't in the portal yet, but could end up in the portal uh, at at some time. So, I, I, like I said, that's just an interesting dynamic with shaping here. If another quarterback comes, and how do they, you know, how do they sell that to the two, those guys? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, that's that's why you that's why you got to have good recruiters, I guess.
1: You know what I f- I find wild is. Just kind of shifting gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's like six guys in this class out of high school in the All American game that Mississippi State is can or is signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's got to be the most ever. States, if they do sign not Daniel, done well Hill, in the All
0: Star games, they just haven't.
1: So Under Armour, they have Mario Craver uh stonka and michael van buren i think that's the three they have in the army game i believe daniel hills in that trevion williams i believe is in that one as well and then um i think jimmy the lewis mm-hmm. and i could be missing somebody but that's pretty wild to me yeah
0: I mean, it is. I mean, and, and state was. I, th- I will give Arnett and his company. They were in some good targets. And now with uh, with Lebby coming in, his his staff are in on some good targets. I mean, they 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 look good. It just the difference is it appeared Arnett wasn't going to close in on a lot of those guys, versus it looks like Levy is going to close on a lot of those guys. State's up to thirty six in the twenty four seven composite rankings. I mean, just doing the math in my head, Robbie. If they add Daniel Hill if they add, and they and 247 lists Mario Craver as a commitment if they add Daniel Hill if they add Stonka Burnside if they add a couple of more of these 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 high school guys if they flip the uh the kid from central florida the tight end who's visiting this weekend kylan fox i believe is his name mm-hmm. you know they they're, they're going to finish. it's going to be a top 25 class and you know you think about where this class was a few weeks ago you think about the the day Stonka Burnside decommitted which i believe was the same was what the week before uh, arnett was fired i remember that monday and I was just like, I mean, they they are in real trouble. Real trouble on the recruiting front. It seems like Levy and company have gotten a good job of turning it around. Now, they still got a lot of work to do. I, yeah. I think tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but Thursday, we, we really need to sit down. I don't think Mississippi State fans understand just how many transfer guys State needs to get. Just not only in terms of depth, but in potential starters. The number is close to 30. I mean it's it's a big number. They got a lot of guys to bring in. So maybe we'll break that down a little further later in the week, especially if we have a better idea
1: of who's going to be visiting this weekend. But
0: so far yeah. it's just one weekend, but it went about as well as you could have hoped for.
1: It did. And another thing, like the people like freaking out, like what's where's the transfer news? Like they had two transfers on campus this week or last week. It's expected to be a relatively big group this week. They aren't they aren't just punting on transfers, right? They're, they're doing their due diligence. They're offering kids. They're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Please just patience on this. They're going to have to pick up a ton of transfers and they're not all going to be, you know, power five starters and like elite players. So, I mean, if that's what you're expecting, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but that's not coming. State's not going to kill it in the portal this year as far as getting five stars and high four star players out there. They've just got to get bodies. They got to get guys that have had experience in this league or in the power five, guys that, you know, have a few years left that they can develop. There's just got to be guys that can kind of bridge the gap and some that can help kind of elevate you a little bit this year. But if your expectations are Mississippi State's about to go get, um, you know, twenty-five four stars out of the portal. I, I just don't think that's realistic. But I can promise you, they are making progress. They're going to have guys on campus this weekend uh, from the transfer portal, several of which that I think will excite fans. And I think that it's just important just to understand this is a process for for Jeff Lebby. And we we if you want to hear more about that, we talked about it yesterday. But this is going to be a a build for him. I think it can be rebuilt quicker than it has in the past because of the portal, but it's not going to be something that changes overnight for Mississippi State. And another thing I'll say is if if you seriously doubt Jeff Levy and his potential, then I encourage you to go read some of the things that Daniel Hill said about him in a week after meeting him. Mississippi State could not get that kid on campus. And in one week or a week and a half, whatever it was, he was on campus, and now Mississippi State is a serious contender for him. That, to me, says a lot about a person's ability to connect, to build a relationship, to sell. And this guy's never coached a game, and he has Daniel Hill believing. So, I mean, whether or not they actually sign him, I don't know. But I feel like Mississippi State's in the game, and that's something that I haven't been able to say about Daniel Hill for a long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, recruiting isn't going to be the issue, I, I don't think, you know, in terms of, of of high school kids. Now, we'll see how he does in the portal. And, and what, what I think it's kind of important to, to clarify some of what you're saying. We're not saying Mississippi State isn't going to get transfers. They're going to get yeah. the number of transfers they need. But as far as they get the, the high-end elite guys, yeah, unless they, you know, have kids who – Just want to be at Mississippi State or really have bought into Levy. You know, you you might see a receiver who like says, Well, this guy did a lot for Elijah Moore, and I think I'm kind of similar to him. Maybe I should go to Mississippi State. You might get that. But it's important to remember that, you know, we all have money, right? But if there's only one thing, it's who, and that then the other side of it has to has a choice in the matter. It's not Amazon.com. I can't just, you can't just say, I I want Will Shepard. And click the button, and Will Shepard's a bulldog, right yeah. everybody has money. It comes back to recruiting it comes I've always said that too. I've always said like it, it, when you, when the money is out there and it's just kind of legal like this it, it, it the decisions really start coming down to what they're supposed to come down to the school, the fit, the facilities, the coaching staff the the, the environment, you know and so right now Jeff levy has to sell kids that hey. Especially one year kids, that hey, you're, you're, it might be tough. It's going to be a tough sell. We're, we're going to do everything we can. We feel like we can win. We're going to try to win every game we can. But it, kids aren't dumb. They're they're going to right. look at it and say, especially eh, you know, I, I, especially if, you know if, if I have an offer from Mississippi State and I have an offer from a team that's I know is going to be in a bowl game next year and I know is going to be competing for top twenty five, it, it, I get it. I get it. So. Don't let that and
1: that's a hard pill to swallow for some people, but that's that's the reality of the situation.
0: I wonder what it would have been like if this show existed in two thousand eight. And I've been telling you the same thing about Mullen. Be like, look, first year is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough first year. If if Levy is six and six at the end of the first year and in a bowl game, you're, everything's going in the right direction. All right, and Especially look, we're- if you see the offense looking like what it's supposed to look like, which is the same thing that Mullen did. Mullen was five and seven. And people were ecstatic because they had, they saw the offense and they were like he'll figure it out we're gonna get better same thing yeah. happened with levy
1: yeah they they could have a season next year that's disappointing from a record standpoint if it, it, but if you're five and seven next year and are looking significantly better you're gonna feel a lot different about that team than you did with this one and that's I mean it's not a it's not a poor old state uh thought process or anything like that it's just the reality of the situation Mm -hmm. it's not saying that Jeff Lebby can't have a lot of success here or that he's not going to be able to recruit at a really high level or not be able to get elite players out of the portal but there's a lot of guys he's going to have to sell that to on the field first Mm -hmm. yeah you know maybe next cycle if you show that you're a top 25 offense and you're really humming and you're moving in the right direction Maybe next cycle you get a Dylan Gabriel-type quarterback. Maybe you get, uh, you know, an elite defensive lineman. I don't know. But I just – I think it's going to be difficult for Mississippi State to have a top five portal class or whatever this time around when you have a first-year head coach that's having to rebuild a roster, that's joining a program that just came off a five-and-seven season. When you have a lot of other places that are trying to fill these spots with these elite players – that are going to compete for the playoff next year. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to it's going to take time. But well, I, I again, I assure you, Mississippi State is bringing in transfer players this weekend mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. They're not just forgetting about the defense, and they are working to fill those holes and fill those gaps.
0: At, at the end of the day, Robbie, year one is going to be about Jeff Lebby the coach. Year two yeah. and beyond will be more about Jeff Lebby the talent, the recruiter. Year one, he's going to have to win some games by out scheming and and just being a better coach than his opposition. So that you know, that's that's the way it's just going to have to be in year one. We'll see if he can do it. But that being said, the early returns on Levy the recruiter are good. They are good, and so you know, don't I said just, people are going to get frustrated. There's just no getting around that. There's going to be like you know, state has all this NIL money. They've been telling us they have all this NIL money, but they're not doing anything with it. Well. That again, just because you have the money to buy something doesn't mean that you're gonna get it. There's, there's no way around that. Other people have money too. That's how I would look at it. All right. Let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef it is what's for dinner? If you're still firing up the grill, and you should be, just because it's cold outside, it's no reason not to cook out. Make sure that beef is on the menu. If you're looking for great recipes, They've got them at msbeef.org, along with a lot of other great information regarding our beef producers here in the state of Mississippi. And don't forget to go to their Facebook page and vote for your favorite steakhouse and burger joint in the state of Mississippi. Just go to the Facebook page, click on the link there, and you can cast your vote for your favorite place. Beef, it's What's for Dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. It's just this simple, guys. This is a great restaurant. They have fantastic food. The people there are really friendly. It's a great location right there in the middle of the Cotton District. I, I can't sell it a whole lot more than that, other than to tell you that every time somebody goes there and they're like, hey, I hadn't been here, and I listened to the Thunder and Lightning, and they said I should go, and then they tweet back at me and Robbie, I can't tell you how many times it's been, man, this place is awesome. You were right. I mean, because it is. It's just one of the best places, not only here in Starville but in the SEC. So check it out if you haven't already. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the Heart of the Cotton District, also a Bulldog Initiative business. Great products and great services, what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. 49 years of experience, guys. When we're talking about one of the top Uh, places in the the country to get business technology. Copiers, printers, computers, laptops, mailing and information systems, whatever it is, they've got it at Advantage Business Systems and they can take care of you today. And when you need service, a lot of times they can do the exact same thing, take care of you today. You don't have to wait around for a week for an out-of-state repairman to show up. You don't have to be on hold for 45 minutes with a international call center. You just call this 601 number and you're good to go at number 601-362-9192 or you can visit them online at absms.com find out how advantage business systems will help your business do business the collegiate collection at the rogue has the new college or has the new collegiate polos pullovers quarter zips that you are looking for great name brands great styles but most importantly they have the logos that you want guys the state script is taking over the banner m is being shown the door Zach, someone may not have wanted to say that on Friday when we talked to him, but he kind of said it without saying it. So if you don't have a state script polo, you're going to look like a dinosaur in a couple of years. Go get one today from the collegiate collection at The Rogue. Shop at The Rogue in Jackson or at the shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. Speaking of Zach Selman, um, Chief, if you're listening, um, you could have just come out and told us on Friday's interview that that we're going to start seeing some uh, lighting and sound uh, stuff today. Could have just broke that news together, Zach. We could have made a good team.
1: They they kind of slipped that that under the uh, table, didn't they?
0: Why do do you hurt me, Zach? I've always been loyal.
1: Do you think they want to just kind of like diminish, like keep it as low profile as possible so they don't admit that we were right?
0: Well, I once again, we uh, are the we affect change here on this podcast. You know, a lot of podcasts come to you and they're great podcasts and they bring you information, and we do that too. But how many of them affect change at Mississippi State? How many of them are 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 pushing this university forward in the right direction? I would submit that we are the only one. Uh, We are the one, and if you are listening right now, if you are a Thunder and Lightning listener. That means you're part of that. You're a part of this group of Mississippi State individuals who are pushing this university forward. We're not looking back. We don't ever look back here on thunder and lightning. What was the score of the Egg Bowl? I don't know. Who cares? That was in the past. We're looking ahead. And that's what. That's that right. Comes. So who? What, is, I don't what, else, what else do we want to?
1: What, uh, what, what else do we want to make? What else do you want to change, Brian? There's there's some other. We have a list.
0: Prime rib. In the uh, in the in the press box would be my number one thing. <laughs> I want, I want, I want the guy cutting the prime. Hey, you see the how's the weather out there? As he's cutting my prime rib. All right, I want a buffet style, like like I want an elevated barn hills is what I want for the press box buffet. I want spun up country cooking is what I want.
1: Just get the just get the chocolate wonderful in there, from uh, buddy. You put going a and then
0: all my hard work will be gone. Apple will four hundred pounds. Like, where's Haydad? He's in there. He's got. He's just licking the chocolate water waterfall. He's got his mouth under it. He's like, like
1: Augustus Gloop and uh, yes. whatever his name is, and yes. Willy Wonka, and he falls Augustus in the
0: river. Gloop, I think that was his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made of chocolate. <laughs> that's, that's
1: exactly what would happen. Just hanging yeah. your head in there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, but no. Seriously, this that
0: tastes like schnozberries. That's what I want.
1: (laughs) This is this is huge. This is people people made jokes out of this, Uh but it's who's laughing now? It's just it's just showing that you care about putting on a show. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to go get behind this Jeff Lebby Showtime thing, Mississippi State needs to put on a show. It needs to be a atmosphere that excites people, that makes people want to come back. People don't come to games just to watch football anymore. There's so many things that happen right. within the game that get people riled up, that get people excited. And Mississippi State's atmosphere has been stale. I mean, there's no way around it. And one of the things that I, that I will say, is there are a lot of things that this administration has allowed people within the department to do that the last one didn't, and the one before that and the one before that. There's a lot of guys that were handcuffed. They weren't allowed to do things that they wanted to do. And I think what you're seeing, basketball has stepped it up. There's The atmosphere in basketball has gotten better. Uh, I think and I think people will see that even more so whenever SEC play starts mm-hmm. and then with with football you have a lot of catching up to do the aesthetics of everything has has got to get better the lights the sound first and foremost you know I, I think eventually you've got to upgrade how people sit in their seats you got to upgrade the the atmosphere there you have to make it to where people want to leave their couch to come to games. And this is a big step forward. I think the atmosphere is going to be significantly better just with a change in lights. And That sounds silly on the the surface, but I promise you when you get in there and you get inside the stadium next year, you will feel a difference in Davis Wade from what it has been.
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It it really is just about These little things like that. It's one of those things. If you're a fan that like travels, you know, it's one thing if you just go to Mississippi State games, this is kind of all you know. And there's a lot of Mississippi State fans that are that way, especially some of your older fans. But if you travel and you went to South Carolina this year, if you go to if you've been to Alabama or LSU, if you've been to to Oxford and you've seen what the way they do game day there, it's noticeably different. So this is a great first step for Mississippi. We say that we don't have a whole lot of details. There was just a random uh, text or tweet today that tagged mm-hmm. Robbie that was like, oh, here we go. And it was, you know, with the state logo, the state script logo, you know, planning for lighting and sound upgrades. And sound is, you know, as bad as the lighting is one thing. Yeah, I, I can almost get, a, get away from like needing LED LED lights. But Mississippi State has a sound system that you can't hear you, know, you, have you these, can't hear these, anything
1: you, coming out of it
0: you hear two of have these two huge jumbotrons and you can't hear the music you can't hear the 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 the, the anything and th- that is something that just absolutely has to be addressed so again I wish someone had just told us you know I asked him directly about facilities you could just be like well Brian I'm glad you asked because on Monday we're gonna reveal so but anyway
1: so that would have been nice we could have got the nice. scoop on that he gave us the co- the scoop on the co- on the coaching search. He was texting us every day. He was texting us every day,
0: you know. Now he was throwing us off, throwing us off the scent with the Tom Herman stuff. But that's all right. Uh, you know, he he plays his games, and we play ours. Don't you worry about that. All right. By the way, evidently, I I I got I, I got to talk about this this Ole Miss fan who spent five hours. Five, I had to mute him eventually. It was just it was just too much. Um, or you referring? He said I said that my sort because he said that we paid Mississippi State paid. San Francisco McGee, $150,000. He's like, and nobody's refuting that. So I made a text, and I I got it refuted. And he was like, oh, those are the same sources that made a fool of you coaching searches and with Dylan Gabriel. And I'm just like, I want to talk about that for a second. Um, On this show, I said, hey, if State can get Gabriel on campus, they have a chance. And they didn't, and so they don't. I don't get where I was wrong.
1: I was how do how do these wrong. random fans everywhere they just know exactly that. what a player's network, deal is?
0: The network they know all about it. He also, and like my my sources on the coaching search. Pretty sure if you go back to like Thursday, Friday on Sports Talk Mississippi, I'm talking about Lebby and how he's the big favorite to win the job. Pretty sure you just go back, so you know. As David yeah, Wednesday,
1: Cop- Wednesday David Cop- night we started talking about that.
0: David Cobb, <laughs> CBS Sports, says, oh, hey dad, I heard a lot about him during the MSU coaching search. He was all over that. That's National College Football Reporter David Cobb. Uh, you know. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm
1: not trying to say I'm great or anything. But, you know. Humble brag. Ah, uh, you know, I work hard. I work hard. <clears throat> hey, um, we we do have some rebel listeners.
0: We do. We had some shout out to what, what was Pratt? Pratt Rogers, was that his name?
1: Um yeah, Pratt Rogers, Pratt the old know, Mi- the the quintessential old Miss name.
0: It's a great old Miss name. There, there's no getting around. It. It's two last names,
1: but you and know Pratt. What? Believe me, we appreciate you listening. Like seriously,
0: no BS, no BS. If you're an old like Miss
1: listening, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yeah, there the, you need there are,
0: You need MSU information. We're here for you guys.
1: There are a lot of old Miss people that listen to this, and there's a lot of state people that live listen to old Miss podcasts. there are The people that claim they don't are the ones Why? that bother me. yeah. So also,
0: oh you go ahead. you go first.
1: Um, I was going to give a shout out to our friend Nathan Taylor yeah who is listening today in Sri Lanka. So I told Uh-oh. him oh, I told we're gonna, him we're about we're to be right. number one number
0: one we're in about Sri to be Lanka. number one in
1: Sri Lanka. In Nepal,
0: we dominate Southeast Asia. All right, we coming, we coming for, for you. What's next, India? We're going for the big cut country over there Nick.
1: But uh, yeah, shout out to to Nathan. Several people from FBC Starboard in Sri Lanka at a on wow. a mission trip. Awesome. So uh, I just wanted to give them a shout out. He said he was going to have several of them turn on their podcast while there, so we could get some hits, hits. in yeah. Sri Lanka.
0: So I just want to say, well, what were they like? The the Ole Miss fans that I talk to, they're like they always say the same thing about this podcast. They're like, "You you guys, we 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 believe you." Like they <laughs> like if we say it like, I always I always say the same thing. And I've I've told Keith Carter this once. I remember I was at a uh, we we're at a remote and Richard's sitting right there. I was like Keith, just just admit it live here on the air. You wish I was a Rebel, right? You wish that he and I could switch. That's what you want. You'd much rather have me banging the drum for you than him, right? And he just looked at me. He's like, I can't say that about my guy. I was like, but I know it.
1: I know it. So, you might not want to admit it, yeah. but you believe it.
0: Whether you like it or you don't like it, you better learn to love it because it is the best thing going today. All right. tomorrow show is The Rumblings. Hit us up. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi.